and according to a memo by Deputy Base Commander Lieutenant Colonel Charles I. Halt, they found a glowing object, quote, metallic in appearance and triangular in shape, approximately two to three meters across the base and approximately two meters high. It illuminated the entire forest with a white light. The object itself had a pulsing red light on top and a bank of blue lights underneath. The object was hovering or on legs. As the patrolman approached the object, it maneuvered through the trees and disappeared. At this time, the animals on a nearby farm went into a frenzy. The object was briefly sighted approximately an hour later near the back gate. End quote. Two days later, while taking radiation readings around the location, Halt and others reportedly saw a flashing light across a field to the east. Audio of this event is readily available. Burns your eye. We passed the farmer's 
passed and crossed in the next field. Now we have multiple sightings of up to five lights with a similar shape and all, but they seem to be steady now rather than a pulsating or glow with a red flash. We just crossed the, the creek and uh, we're getting what kind of readings? Getting th three good clicks on the meter and we're seeing strange lights in the sky. Explained possibly by the Orford Ness Lighthouse being five miles in that direction and one of the brightest lighthouses in the UK at the time. Omni Magazine, March 1983, says, quote, Colonel Ted Conrad, the base commander, recalls five Air Force policemen spotted lights from what they thought was a small plane descending into the forest. Two of the men tracked the object on foot and came upon a large tripod-mounted craft. It had no windows, but was studded with brilliant red and blue lights. Each time the men came within 50 yards of the ship, Conrad relates, it levitated six feet in the air and backed away. They followed it for almost an hour through the woods and across a field until it took off at phenomenal speed. Acting on the reports made by his men, Colonel Conrad began a brief investigation of the incident in the morning. He went into the forest and located a triangular pattern ostensibly made by the tripod legs. He did interview two of the eyewitnesses and concludes, those lads saw something, but I don't know what it was. End quote. 15 September 2010, Colonel Halt tells Reuters, quote, I believe that the security services of both the United States and the United Kingdom have attempted both then and now to subvert the significance of what occurred at RAF Bentwaters by the use of well-practiced methods of disinformation. End quote. The name Fortamaya is not in the script and does not seem to be yet another reference to any J.G. Ballard character. Amaya is a Spanish name with Indo-European roots and means mother, or more explicitly, mother city. It may also derive from the Proto-Basque Amaya, meaning the end. Additionally, a Japanese surname Amaya of unrelated origin is drawn with the characters for Heavenly Valley. There is a stop sign on the right side of the open gate. A sign to the left says off-limits trespassers will be prosecuted. A small sign beneath the Fort Amaya sign offers something similar, the U.S. Army property no trespassing, violators will be prosecuted. As Raddick pauses second nine to look at some flowers on a bush to the left that seem like daisies, if, instead of being circular, they were elongated to be three or four times longer in one direction and curve both inward and outward, I notice that the bottom half of her pack is now wrapped in plastic and a couple strips of duct tape, and those electronic devices strapped to the back of everyone else's pack are no longer also on hers. The gator attack seems to have possibly done some damage to Raddick's equipment as well as her psyche. Second 13, as she is about to pass between the open sides of the gate, Raddick takes out some piece of electronic equipment to take new readings, perhaps. Second 17, Lena, straggling behind, finally comes into frame. Unlike the other women, she carries her rifle in one hand, both more casual and possibly more ready. She follows through the open gate, and second 26, cut to, angle from front of women. New location, several bunkers with grass grown over them behind them, a military jeep parked askew off to the left. Shepard has the lead now. Ventress is mostly hidden behind her. In the far distance behind them, the guard tower from before. Shepard stops. Shepard. This used to be, be the headquarters, headquarters of the Southern Reach. Thornson stops to her left. Ventress comes up on her right. Shepard continued before, before the, the shimmer swallowed it. Raddick is moving behind Ventress, but second 33 cut to angle from right on Ventress, Raddick, and Shepard and Raddick is already in front of Ventress, and Thornton is not immediately visible. Raddick, eyes on the ground, slows. Shepard watches her. Ventress moves between them towards the bunker revealed now to their left. 
A few patches of color on its drab gray wall, like those on the trees, might not be immediately noticeable, but the film was about to focus on something similar. Lena comes into frame from left. Raddick crouches down out of frame at right. Thornton finally comes into view, in her continuity-appropriate position just on the other side of Shepard. Lena stops, looking toward camera and second 38 cut to reverse. The opposite bunker wall, covered in colorful patches like a giant map with continents and countries of different colors, except this is no map. Raddick is crouched on the ground where some of the growths come off the wall onto the walkway. Lena stands close to the central north-south continent of this not-map close enough to get some spores in her face if this were the novel. And while Shepard watches after them, Thornton looks the opposite way, past camera to the right. In the script, Dr. Ventress notices Lena's gaze going to them, and Dr. Ventress says Lena's line. Lena, more mutations. Radic, everywhere. everywhere. Second 41, close on Lena, Shepard and Thornton blurry behind her, and Thornton instantaneously turned around. In the script, Lena... I saw many on the trees. They're everywhere. Dr. Ventress. They look malignant, don't you think? Like tumors. Lena doesn't dance. In the film, Lena. Malignant. Like tumors. tumors. In the script, Dr. Ventress addresses the group. Dr. Ventress. Continued. At least now we know where we are. And she gets the line Shepard has in the film. This was the previous Southern Reach headquarters, before the shimmer swallowed it. Shepard pulls her map out. Scans. Shepard. Yes, I've got it. Right here. Radic exhales. Radic. Awesome. We're not lost anymore. Thornson looks around. Thornson. And it's nice timing. A pretty good place for us to stay the night. Dr. Ventress. Agreed. Second 46. In the film, Angle on Ventress. Shepard and Thornson now blurry behind her. She points to a low building up ahead. Dr. Ventress. Is, is that, that the old mess, mess hall? Shepard. Yeah. yeah. Ventress nods briefly, looks back toward Shepard and Thornson then starts walking. Dr. Ventress, let's build it there. Come on. Shepard and Thornton start to follow. At the bottom left of frame, Raddick rises. Then second 54 cut to close on Lena from her left. Her face is maybe a foot from the growths on the wall. I leaned in closer, like a fool, like someone who had not had months of survival training or ever studied biology. Someone tricked into thinking that words should be read. I was unlucky, or was I lucky? Triggered by a disturbance in the flow of air, a nodule in the W chose that moment to burst open and a tiny spray of golden spores spewed out. I pulled back, but I thought I had felt something enter my nose. I experienced a pinprick of escalation and the smell of rotting honey. Unnerved, I stepped back even farther. She moves in even closer. She looks concerned. Second 55, close on the yellow patch at the center of that main continent. The color is repellent, almost revolting. It's smoldering, unclean yellow. There was a vast amount of red, a deuce of a lot blue. Strangely faded by the slow-turning sunlight. A little green, smith of orange, and on the east coast, a purple patch. It is a dull, yet lurid orange in some places. However, I wasn't going into any of these. A sickly sulfur tint in others. I was going into the yellow. 
dead in the center. Linger on that yellow just long enough to see that it is moving, slowly, slightly. Just as we are cutting away, time runs out for this minute. We spoke. What was it we said? Wordlessly watching, he waits by the window and wonders at the empty place inside.